The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Code of conduct. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is the Code of Conduct with the King podcast. I am your host, Jay Spencer King, and I am back at it for the third time in the second season of the Code of Conduct brought to you by the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. I apologize for the tardiness of this episode. I had some technical difficulties, but we ain't gonna let nothing hold us down. I got that thing right. We got the all the equipment stuff right. Got it figured out. If I'm honest, I also just like to listen to this beat too. So like I let it play a little bit longer because I like to listen to it myself. I don't know if you notice it. It gets longer every week. Like it started off at the beginning of the season. It was like 30 seconds for the intro. Now it's literally 90 seconds because I just enjoy the music so much. (laughs) But hey, what is going on, Bill's Mafia? It is a great day. It is a great week. It is a great, it's just a great time. There's a lot of fun things to talk about. There's a lot of good announcements that have been made. Uh, Speaking of which, I'll start the show off talking about one of the best announcements that I have heard in quite some time. My bestie, my right hand man, my partner in crime, Joe the the buttery smooth voice Miller. Uh, is joining or has joined the Buffalo Rumblings Network, which means the the reunion of the original members of the Hump Day Hotline will be happening again, which means that, you know, we got a lot of fun content coming. So so it's going to be a lot of fun stuff coming up. And Joe and I, I'm, I'm ecstatic to have my guy, you know, right by my side again. And uh, I mean, he's always been by my side anyway, but but it's it's absolutely exciting because uh, for starters, I'm, I'm a big fan of Joe's work, but, but secondly, it's exciting for me because when you get to work with people that you enjoy talking to, it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like work. And Joe is one of those guys for me that, well, I mean, he is my friend. And so I, I, I hope people can tell by now when, when we interact on Twitter and, and when we are on each other's shows and whatnot, that I hope you can tell that it's genuine. That is my guy. 100% 10 toes down. Joe is my dude. So uh, welcome to the team, Joe. I'm looking forward to to how this thing is going to go and, and what we're going to do, all that we're going to accomplish and how we're going to help 
the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network grow and develop into even more of a beast of a network than we already are. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. And I'm I'm with it. So let's get right into it. I'm going to start this off with a I don't I don't know how I don't know how much of a hot take this is going to be, but I, I think it's official and I think it's it's a take that. I think that we'll we'll start to hear more and more people talk about it once we get closer to this. But I'm going out on a limb and I'm going to say that Josh Allen will be top 10 of the top 100 players in the NFL list this year. And I'm going to go as far as saying he'll be top three of the quarterbacks on the list this year. Now, that might change if they decide to give Tom Brady um, top three standing just because he won the Super Bowl. I could very much see that happening. But at the same time, I still think that Josh Allen overall throughout the season played a better game or played. He just overall played better than Tom Brady. So for me on that list, I'm still going Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. And to be honest, I'm going Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes. This season, Patrick Mahomes, and, and we've talked about it, obviously, with, with the week that we played him in the AFC Championship, and then, you know, just looking back over the Super Bowl, obviously, he didn't perform up to par on what, we, what we're what we used to seeing from Patrick Mahomes, but the entire season, I don't feel like he played up to, you know, the potential that we're used to seeing the Kansas City Chiefs play, so with that being said, bringing it back to the point. Josh Allen has been this past season. He was the second best quarterback in the league. He was probably the second or third best player in the league overall. He's going to be in the top 10 of the top 100 players, and he's going to be a top three quarterback in that list. I'm going out on a limb here, which is probably not much of a limb, but Josh Allen is going to be the MVP next year. The original conversation that all of the content creators and then all of the people who are on the radio back in Buffalo on WGR and everybody who who really takes the time to analyze and to speak truthfully about the Buffalo Bills, everybody knew that the window or the so-called quote unquote window to win and really go after it was this year coming up in the year after. The Buffalo Bills were really a year ahead of schedule with what we were doing. Nobody anticipated for the Bills to be 13 and three. Nobody anticipated for Josh Allen to to jump in completion percentage a full 10. Come on. Like, like, how do you go up that much? It's one thing to say, oh, he took a step. Josh Allen absolutely took out a ladder and decided just to. (laughs) He didn't take a step. My man climbed up from the bottom all the way up to the roof. And he let everybody know, I'm nothing to be laughed at anymore. This is not a joke. I know you make fun of the play from the playoffs against the the Texans. And I know there's some fumbles and this, that, and the third. No more. No more. Josh Allen is a legitimate starting quarterback in the NFL. And not only is he legitimate, he is probably one of the most legitimate quarterbacks in the NFL after a season like this one we've seen it come full circle 
everything that everybody has been saying about Josh Allen since we drafted him, man, he has all the intangibles. Man, he he has all the measurables, you know, all that coach talk and all the, you know, the GM talk. That's all the smart guy talk for football. He has all the intangibles. (laughs) He has the potential. And we measure these guys on potential. But Josh Allen had everything that you look for in a prototypical quarterback. He had the arm strength. He had the body size. He's very intelligent. Nobody ever questioned Josh Allen's intelligence. He's a stand-up guy. No character issues, no off-field issues, with the exception of like the little text messages or tweets from when he was younger that, you know, cancel cancel culture would go back in your life 15 years later (laughs) and say, hey, remember that thing you tweeted when you were 12? You're canceled. But with the exception of that, Josh Allen hasn't had any anything that makes you question his character, his intelligence, or just his overall leadership ability. So those intangibles, all that stuff that we talk about, he had it. And everybody kept saying if he could put it together, if he could put it together. Nobody anticipated that he would really put it together this quickly. Oh, but Bill's Mafia knows that it's a beautiful thing to watch to see Josh Allen in the zone. It's a beautiful thing to watch the development that actually can take place when you allow a coach and an offensive coordinator to actually have three years in the same system with the same quarterback to develop and to show the quarterback what their plan is for him. Even defensively, we didn't play the way that we're used to seeing our defense play. But to be in the same system under Leslie Frazier for three years, I still think that that paid off for us. Nobody anticipated the Buffalo Bills to be here. But we are here because of number 17. Next season, Josh Allen is going to take that next step. And he's going to show that not only does he does he get it physically, not only is he going to make sure that he has he fixes whatever issues with his deep ball. And not only is he going to fix whatever issues he already fixed the issues. I'm just using that as an example. Don't beat me up. But not only is he going to fix whatever issues that we think he has physically on the field. But now we already saw the game start to slow down for him. I'm looking forward to this fourth year with a full roster of healthy wide receivers that are so dynamic that you really can't double anybody because we have that many weapons. I'm looking forward to see what Brandon Bean does as far as going out to get a tight end that's dynamic enough to be a weapon in this offense. I'm looking forward to see Brandon Bean give us an offensive line that can protect Josh Allen and also provide running lanes for our running backs to go through, whether we get a new running back or not. Because I still do believe in the two guys that we have. I still believe that Motor is that guy that can do the things that we saw him do his rookie year. I don't believe that he looked that good only because he was on the same roster with Frank Gore. I don't believe that. I think that Devin Singletary was really that good. 
So I'm looking forward to see what Brandon Bean does this offseason with a lessened salary cap. But regardless of what Brandon Bean does, regardless of how the team plays out, what free agents leave and what guys choose to play in Buffalo, regardless of how the draft plays out and who we draft or don't draft, the Buffalo Bills are set up for the next two years at least to be a 12-win team. Both seasons. And because of that, Josh Allen is in the thick of things to be considered MVP for both years as long as he does not do anything to regress. But the thing is, can we honestly see Josh Allen regressing? Do we really see Josh Allen taking a step back? I've made the argument probably countless times this season. When you look back at Josh Allen's college, his look at his film from college. He wasn't playing with guys who made it to the NFL, and it looked like it. But he jumped off the screen. There's something about Josh Allen that jumped off the screen. Then you get him in the NFL. And no, it's the NFL, so you got NFL guys, but it's, it's just slightly better. It's still not better than the guys he played with in college. I mean, hell, he was throwing to, you know what, I don't want to make, I don't want to, no, you know what, no, I will. He was throwing to Kelvin Benjamin. And, <laughs> come on, man. He was throwing to Zay Jones and Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin. Man, Kelvin Ben, like, I just, I, I, <laughs> we saw Josh Allen still show great leadership. We saw him show a winning, he, he had that it factor, that rookie season. No, we didn't do great. It wasn't the best year. But you saw flashes from a guy that you could say, you know what? He's going to be a big deal for years to come. Oh, then that second season rolled around and we brought in some talent for him. We got rid of Kelvin Benjamin. We got rid of, we got rid of those other guys. Brought in Beasley. Brought in John Brown. Duke Williams. We tried some things with Dawson Knox. But yeah, we brought in better receivers, better talent. And what did Josh do? He took a step forward and he began to look like an NFL quarterback and, and his completion percentage increased. His accuracy increased. And then from there, now, oh, you make the big trade. You go and get Stefan Diggs. You draft a guy like Gabriel Davis. Josh Allen does some things in the offseason and he takes another step forward. So you have talent on top of the work that he's putting in. And now Josh Allen is an MVP candidate and he's throwing for. Josh Allen looks a lot like Brett Favre with a lot of Aaron Rodgers-esque moments. And if you know me, you know that that is a compliment of epic proportions for me. My love for Aaron Rodgers is not understated. I think he is the best quarterback I've ever seen play the game of football with my eyes. And I've watched a ton of football. I haven't watched more than a lot of you, I'm sure. 
but I have watched a ton of football and the things that Aaron Rodgers has consistently done throughout his career. I have never seen another quarterback do. I always reference the, the throw against Dallas in the playoff game when he threw it on a rope on the sideline and, and it's like perfectly put. He's the, the throws that Josh Allen is making now, the two throws he made to Gabriel Davis in the wild card game against the Indianapolis Colts. Aaron Rodgers has been doing that for years, for years on the run, running to the left, throwing like it's just stuff that like how Josh is doing this stuff routinely now. If you're not on the bandwagon, I'm going to just tell you, there's not much room left after this season. There isn't much room left on the bandwagon of the Buffalo Bills, but there definitely isn't much room on the bandwagon of Josh Allen after this season. Because a lot of y'all new fans, a lot of y'all new, a lot of y'all new fans jumped in. And that's okay. We got room for y'all because nobody circles those wagons like the Buffalo Bills. And Bills Mafia is about that. We about that. But what I'm going to tell you is if you're not on the train yet, you don't have much time left to get on it because this thing is about to take off. And Josh Allen is the real deal. And if you don't understand that he's here to stay, and if you think that this year was just a fluke, or if you think that I don't I don't know what you could think and how you can honestly think that he will regress in any way. But I'm going to just tell you, you're in for a rude awakening. If you're a fan of another team in the AFC East, I am sorry, Jets fans. I am sorry, Miami fans, because I'm definitely sorry, Miami fans. Because the Dolphins have a wonderful coach. They have a great roster. They have a very, very good roster, top to bottom. But they're about to find out what it's like to be in quarterback hell or purgatory. In a very similar, like it, it feels very, very eerily similar to how it felt for the Buffalo Bills when we had a great defense. We had Mario Williams. We had Mr. Big Stuff on the, or on the defensive line. We had a great defense. And we're going through EJ Manuel, Cal Orton. We're going through all of these guys at quarterback who might have shown flashes and or may have had the opportunity could have been special at certain points. Some of those guys could have been special. But we never quite got over that hump. And now we are in the position where we have the quarterback to get us over that hump. Boy, y'all better get on the bandwagon. Y'all better get on it if you're not there. Because my man Josh Allen is the guy. And them Buffalo Bills are for real. Now, there's going to be some tough decisions to be made. We talked about this last week when I talked about the possibility of bringing in J.J. Watt. I talked about how our offensive line still is is a very important position that we or not position, but room that we need to look at. You not only need starters, but you need depth. I'm, I'm team Feliciano, just like the next person, and I would love to bring him back. But listen. You're going to need you're going to need more people than Feliciano. Are we 100 percent sure that Cody Ford is is 
is he is he a left guard? I mean, not left guard. Yeah, is he a left guard? Is he a right guard? Is he a, a right tackle? I'm not giving up on Cody Ford by any means. He's talented. But what I would really, really love for the Bills to do is to put him in a position, trust in him, and let him really stick it out in that position. Let him learn how to be whatever it is that they need him to be and let him do it at a high level. Because this, you know, this Russian roulette with Cody Ford's position, let's like, oh, just throw him out there and see where he sticks. This thing is not going to work. It's a lot of pressure to put on a guy to, to ask him to learn three different NFL positions when that wasn't something that he specialized in. Now, I think he's smart enough to do it. But the learning curve, because you're asking him for so much, then the tolerance has to we have to tolerate lesser play at certain moments as a, as a fan base. You can't be upset if if he's not performing up to par when the team is asking him to do so many different things. Well, Spence, how can you say that? I can't I can't be upset if he doesn't block right. No, no, you can't. It's not just about literally blocking. It's about assignments. It's about knowing where you're supposed to go, who you're supposed to block. And if you're throwing all this stuff at him, he's learning different positions and learn. it's not just about blocking somebody. It's about knowing when to block, where to go. They got to do right by Cody Ford, man. You can't just you can't just stick him out there and, and then stick him in another position and then stick him in another position. I wasn't I, and I'm being honest, I wasn't on board when we drafted him day two. Now, it wasn't because I didn't like Cody Ford. It was because I wanted to draft DK Metcalf. That's what, So I wanted the Buffalo Bills to take a wide receiver for Josh Allen. Instead, we took a guy to protect him, which is what you do. That's what good, smart franchises do. So I'm looking forward to see how we will continue to be a good, smart franchise this year. <sighs> Enough about my rant about my Buffalo Bills. I want to talk about a, a, a little bit, you know, a couple other things. <clears throat> I do, actually, before I sat down to... To record this, I did see the news about Tiger Woods. I would like to, you know, obviously send my thoughts and prayers to Tiger Woods and his family um, from what I see. And I don't have anything confirmed yet, but from what I read, I believe that it looks like he broke both of his legs in this accident. The car flipped over. Um, they had to use the jaws of life to get him out. Praying for Tiger. Hope that he's fine. Uh, he he's He's the goat in my eyes. Um, I know he he didn't win the most amount or the the greatest amount of masters or whatever you know like I I, I get the numbers game, but um, I don't I don't ever remember seeing a player in any sport be as dominant as Tiger Woods was, with the exception of maybe like Jordan and Shaq, you know, and and the dominance that that I was in Gretzky, you know, like that's that's the level of dominance that I saw from Tiger Woods when he went on his run, so. Uh, hey, get get well, Tiger. Um, man, I know you were you were making a comeback. I hope you can you can do that still. If not, thank you for all the great memories. But man, let's 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 get you healthy. I I, I just I just hope that you're okay. And uh, hey, it's rough. It's rough. So hey, lighter lighter conversation. And then um, I'm almost done here. I won't keep you guys too long. Now you all know this year. 
I've gotten beaten up pretty, you know, I was beat I was beat up pretty well by Bills Mafia because I am a Cam Newton fan. I am a huge Cam Newton fan and I've basically I've made the decision to continue to support him regardless if he was, you know, regardless of what team he chose to sign with. He ended up signing with the New England Patriots. Okay. Now, that was very difficult for me. I went out, got me a Cam. Actually, I got two Cam Newton jerseys. I got the Navy one and the white one for the Patriots. And, you know, there's so much about Cam that I love. There's so much about, you know, his style of play. There's so much about who he is as a person. I know he has a bad rep as far as people saying that, you know, like he's a sore loser or he's not a good leader. Um, Okay. I, I won't debate anything about any of that. I have my reasons for why I love him. Now, I said all that to say this. Cam joined Ocho Cinco and Brandon Marshall recently for the latest episode of I Am Athlete. And he talked a little bit about what the Patriot way is or what the system of the Patriot way is and um, the expectations and what the learning curve, you know, what that pressure felt like for him. I want to play a little bit of that and then, you know, just want to share my thoughts on it. My pride won't even allow me to do that. Listen, bro, there's not 32 guys better than me. Mm. Put it like that. So you asking where you me at? Like, where you at? Talk to, bro, talk, talk, talk. I'm not 32. Okay. Now, as much as I love Cam, and everybody know I love Cam, if anybody loved Cam in Buffalo or anybody who's a part of the Buffalo fan base, if anybody loves Cam, y'all know I love Cam. But hold up. <laughs> I'm sorry, my dude. You're not one of the top 32 quarterbacks in the world at this point now I love you and I'm not saying that you can't be I'm not saying that you can't return back to uh 2017 form I'm not saying that you can't be great you can there's a reason why I love you I fell in love with Cam because of um his freakish physical ability similar to what Josh Allen is now you know so I I can I can see Cam working hard he's a hard worker his work ethic has always been second to none but come on man what I saw this year, Cam Newton looked absolutely pedestrian at times this year. There were times that I saw guys running five-yard slants, and he's throwing the ball into the dirt. I don't know, Cam. <laughs> I don't know, my dude. And you know you're my dude, but I don't know, my dude. I don't know. Well, that's all I'm going to have for you guys today. I am... uh. I will be back next week, back and better than ever. I was supposed to have Joe on this show this week. We both are are kind of old souls. He's a little bit older than me. Not a lot, just a little bit older than me. Um, And we both fell asleep last night when we were supposed to do this. And then I had my uh, technical difficulties. So it's okay. We're going to link up. I'm going to make sure that Joe and I have our show next week. We're going to, um, you know what? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna talk next week. We're gonna do um we're gonna do an off season prediction show. So I'm gonna hit Joe up. We're gonna have a couple predictions as far as um some cuts to be made, some extensions or restructures. I'm gonna ask him about some free agency moves that he may or may not see happening. Um and and today officially we can we can put our our tag on anybody, our franchise tag. I wanna see if he sees that happening for anybody on our on our roster. I know I saw some people mentioned that we should use it for Matt Milano. I think my man Joe Biscaglia actually mentioned that. 
Um, I, I saw I saw quite a few different things. So let's see what we got going on. I'm gonna get Joe on here. We gonna we gonna have like a code of conduct special edition hump day hotline overreaction pod in one. It's about to go down. But no, it's going to be fun. Thank you all for kicking it with me today, man. I appreciate you every week. You already know I appreciate y'all. And y'all know how I do. Y'all take care of each other. Y'all love each other and live in peace. Go Bills. And as always, stay positive and test negative. Let's go. Code of conduct.